This is Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Spreading like this Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. We Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Welcome to Mark and Al Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. This is episode 340. Thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting us. Go check out all of our past episodes, markandout.com, iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and Google Play. You could also go like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash markandout, and buy some t-shirts, prowrestlingtees.com slash markandout. Go watch Cooking with Brandon 5. YouTube.com slash out 11 If you want to be a musical interlude, shoot us an email, out one at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at out. You can follow me, Dave the Rave, on Twitter at Dave the Rave underscore M-O. And you can follow Brandon on Twitter at BTTG161. Brandon, how are you doing? I'm doing awesome as always. How are you doing? Last week you were in pain, discomfort a little bit. A lot of it. Oh, uh, yeah, a lot of it. I'm feeling a lot better. I'm slowly uh, regaining, regaining normalcy and becoming more and more functional by the day. Uh, yeah, Did, I sent you a picture of that stent they put in, right? Yeah, and I, I, again, I have no idea why you thought I would, well, I th- would have requested a picture of that. Well, I don't, it was really more of a... I, Knew that you would have an interest or anything. I think it was more of a. I knew you didn't want to see that, and that's why I sent it. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was. It was one of those uh, moments where it was just like he doesn't want to see this, so I'm going to send it to him. At least it wasn't um, like gory or anything. It was just no. Like, it was just it just looked normal. Yeah, it was just like uh, a white and black. Um, it kind of looked like it could have passed for like a lanyard, you know, yeah, like after yeah, you yeah. do a. Like a uh, lanyard altogether, like a uh, Chinese staircase or something. I, I don't know what it, that means, but I was going to say, do people still do stuff like that? I remember like being a kid and like the summer especially, mm-hmm. you, would, you would like weave the lanyards and stuff together. Yeah. I, I don't think, do I don't think I was ever, I don't think I could ever do that stuff, but my older brother always did that. Yeah. People still do it. Erica does it. I started doing it here and there. Like I did a... I, well, while I was in the hospital, I did do one of them just to kind of keep my mind off of the pain. Um, so yeah, I remember everybody had like looms also <laughs> looms. back in the day. Yeah, like the I don't know, you know the the fabric loom that would create like a small blanket or a. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though you would, I remember. Like, there's no way you would be able to make a blanket off of a loom that small. Yeah, I remember. Huh? I haven't remembered those in a while, in a long time. Yeah. Um, it's like, do yeah. people still do that? You say yes to I'm the... I'm sure. I, I mean, the lanyard, yeah. But the loom, I don't know. I mean, I'm not too sure. It's been a long but, yeah. time. It's been a long time since I've stepped foot in a noodle cadoodle. <laughs> right? They, I don't do, they don't even have no, noodles. No, that, that was the, the forced joke yeah. of it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so the stent, one end was in my kidney. The shaft of it was going through my ureter. And the other end of the stent was placed in my bladder. So, yeah. So last week when I was recording, you could understand the discomfort that I was in. 
Um, it was definitely a lot of discomfort. And yeah, so they removed that from my body. And now I'm just regaining normalcy. I mean, it's kind of weird because it hasn't even been a full week since it's been out of my body. So the other day, Erica and I ended up going hiking. Um, we hiked a plotter kill, which, which is in Rotterdam up here. And it's a really nice area with like three waterfalls and it's a ton of nature. And it's cool because it's all in uh, the like the wooded areas. Um, so it, you don't really get beaten by the sun too much. Um, and maybe, maybe I pushed myself a little bit too much because after, when we got back, I just had a really bad headache the rest of the day. Um, That's normal for you though. No. Yeah. I mean, not the headache. Uh, after activity. Yeah. What are you talking about? You used to get headaches all the time after we'd come home from shows. Oh, no, I mean, yeah, but that's different. That's like yelling and screaming and standing up and so much more. I mean, and turning my neck from side to side so often. You got, um, you, <laughs> you, I mean, you were that way after Boston, too. Yeah, that's true. Well, Boston, we also did so much. I don't know. Maybe it is reoccurring. But, yeah, we did come across like two snakes which I presume were gardener snakes. They were pretty large, though. I wasn't going to – I tried to get a picture of one of them, but it was, it slithered away, um, and I wasn't about to approach it. Um, and then we saw a f mice. We saw some mice um, scurrying through the forest. We saw a ton of uh, Chippendales. Ton of Chippendales. <laughs> what were they doing there? <laughs> <laughs> Someone ordered a gram, a stripogram or something. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's like, guys, no. you gotta you gotta hike all this mountain just for for this person's birthday. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then what else? It seemed like a lot of the waterfalls were be uh, becoming like dried out, which I, I wasn't expecting. And then ton of fish and frogs. Um, but it was, it was cool. It was cool. Um, yeah, but that's pretty much it. What did you end up? Oh, I made potato latkes. How are those? I, I, I will admit I didn't make it from fresh. Uh, so but you didn't make them. I bought them from BJ's and I tossed that's them in the oven. Not, that's <laughs> like the instant, like, Oh, I made potato latkes this past week. It's like, oh, how'd you make them? I went to a store, took them out of the package, and then put them in the oven. Yeah. Here, I, should, I, thought, I, I thought you were going to say, oh, I stood there, I grated the potatoes, I grated the onion, I mixed mm -hmm. in some flour, some egg. I wouldn't mind trying to make it from scratch, though. I mean... It's, it's not difficult. It isn't? I've never done it, but it's, it's not a difficult process. I want to I try to make it, because you could get a lot of it through like making one batch of it right it's, i mean it's, it's it, really it's really not difficult i mean from a long line of jews you should know that it's <laughs> like there have you i mean you've had to have fresh made ones right oh yeah my mom would make them and stuff but yeah, i've never so. actually watched her make them yeah it's not difficult yeah i i think i may take that task on it's like this hash browns you never did hash browns ever no mm-hmm -mm. No, yeah, there would. Yeah, also not difficult. Huh? I gotta give it a shot. But I also did watch a video this week of 
uh, I think it's in China where this um, cook proceeds to make an omelet. Well, first he makes brown rice. I think I think it might be Japan. Is it? I think. But you've seen this video? Yeah. He makes the brown rice and everything, and he has that sit uh, to mold into a dish kind of shape. And then he makes an omelet and puts the omelet on top of this uh, bowl of rice um, and then slices the omelet down the center, and it just splits right open, and it looks delicious. And then he puts some gravy on it. I think it looks gross. But... I'm, I want to tr- give it a shot. Now, is like it to un- make it? Yeah. Yeah, bro, you're not going <laughs> to. I, I watched on BuzzFeed. Yeah, I know. I watch BuzzFeed. I know a lot of people hate BuzzFeed, but I, I enjoy it. No, BuzzFeed and Barstool Sports are the top two. Like, I, it can't, I cannot stand them. I, I mean, I like the BuzzFeed videos. Like, I like watching most of their videos and content. But so they had one of their employees uh, try to make this omelet based off the chef with no directions or anything. And it took him five tries to finally get it correct. And I'm like, I think I can give this a shot, but I could definitely imagine myself messing it up the first few times I'd give it a try. Yeah. Um, well, if at first you don't succeed, just give up and something that runs with succeed. Oh, Join the okay. circus. The circus ended last year. Nobody wanted to go. Well, you know, well, I mean, they still have traveling circuses, no? Or am I, like, outdated? I mean, that was the circus, wasn't it? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. It's unfortunate. I mean, I love I'm, – I'm fascinated with, like, old-school freak shows and sideshows and circuses, you know? I think that's, like, just the coolest stuff. But I don't know. What, uh, what would you like to discuss? Well – I went up to Boston this past weekend. Oh, yeah. No, let's talk about your week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, how is Boston? Well, first, before we even get to Boston, stopped off in Milford, Connecticut for some good old Cracker Barrel. Thumbs up there right you go. there. What did you get? Um, I got... Pancakes? No. Well I, well, I asked my dad if he wanted to split pancakes. This way I could get another meal and then he would get another meal. Mm-hmm. So I got, because I looked over the menu and like, maybe I just haven't like, maybe because I always just like go to pancakes, I just didn't see this. But there was a dish on there where you get two eggs, biscuits, hash brown, and a choice of your, a choice of meat. And the choice of meat, you can get like bacon, ham, sausage, which is like, that's normal. Yeah. And then there was hamburger. There was, I think, there was some sort of fish, but I don't care about fish, so who cares? And then there was chicken tenders. Interesting. And I know their chicken tenders there are mad good, so I was like, okay, I'll get the, I'll get this, the two eggs with the hash brown and the, the chicken tenders. Mm-hmm. And then I asked my dad if he wanted to split pancakes. He was like, okay, sure. And he orders two eggs. I'm like, you're just getting two eggs. <laughs> Like, what do you, like, I don't understand. So then he ended up eating most of the pancakes, but, mm-hmm. but yeah, those pancakes are delicious there. I, and I think they're the best pancakes I've ever had. I will 100% stick with that. Yeah. Every, I, every Cracker Barrel is always consistent, always consistently mm-hmm. the same with the pancakes, but. 
I actually haven't been to one in a long time. What do you mean a long time? I mean, last time I went was... Thanksgiving? I believe, yeah, I think so, by myself. Well, you live right there. <laughs> I know, I know. You know what, maybe this, maybe this weekend I'll head over to Cracker Barrel. What town is it? What town is it? Uh, I don't make that chip known. I can't remember. It's right off Route 90. Because I think I might be going. I I, I don't think I'm going to be up by you, but I could be. Is it Fishkill? No. Uh, East Greenbush. Oh. East Greenbush is where I go. Yeah, so we went to Cracker Barrel, then uh, headed up to Boston. If any, oh, and there's one in Clifton Park. If anybody's uh wants to meet me over at Cracker Barrel and buy me dinner or lunch, I mean, and talk pro wrestling, I'm all up for that. Nobody's buying you dinner or lunch. It works for YouTubers. I don't know. I figured it was worth a shot. <laughs> all right, yeah, so, what so I went to Boston and uh, we chilled out in the hotel for a bit and headed out to actual Boston. We stayed in Watertown, I guess. Waterton, I'm sure they pronounce mm-hmm. it differently there. Um, and we went to an Italian restaurant for dinner, mm-hmm. which like I I just ate a salad. I didn't want to. It was so hot. Why? It was so so hot. I was like, "There's no way I can order any of this." Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I ordered a salad. It was disappointing, but mm-hmm. I tried one of the noodles that my dad got. It was good. Mm-hmm. Uh, walked around there, went to the Haba. We went nice, to, nice. We went to that fair that we went to five years ago when we were in Boston the same time for Silva's wedding. The fair, the fair. Yeah, the St. Agrippina's Feast. Agrippina, whatever. I'll be honest, it's so much of a blur that I really, I, we I went, had to really we talk went, it out to understand where we went. We went to... Um, the Red Sox game that night. Yeah. And then we went to the the feast, I guess you would say. We went to a cigar bar that same night. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I remember. Uh-huh. And then there was like a, you had like the only place you were allowed to drink was in like a tented area or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, so that's where we went there. That, that's that was the, a good time, that cigar bar. Yeah, I, didn't, I just sat there with my eye itching. That is true. That is true. <laughs> so we but went, it was. It, I thought it was really chill. And it's funny. My dad was this time around. My dad was like, "Oh, we, where was the cigar bar? It was like blocks away or whatever, or like towns away or whatever." I was like, "No, it's." I looked it up. I was like, "It's on this block." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "We're literally on the same block right now. We passed it, maybe even." It had that one, that old man outside, that statue, right? I don't, I mean, I, I guess, I don't really remember it. But. Like a, a butler statue. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So, that was that day. We sat at the harbor at the end, and then we went back to the hotel I would take room. a trip with you and you and Mike again. That was fun. That was fun. Well, I mean, you didn't take, I mean, we drove there, then. Yeah, I know, but Mike I mean, I would us there, And then we met my dad there. Yeah. Because my dad hooked it up with some Red Sox tickets. Yeah, yeah. But this time after that, we went to. Uh, we were like, what? Like we were like struggling. Like, what are we gonna do in Boston? 
even like before I went, I looked up and like, like you've seen everything already. So, mm-hmm. so we just went to Faneuil Hall, checked mm-hmm. out, we went to Cheers and then it was pouring. So we were just chilling in the Marriott in Boston. I, I haven't been to Cheers. Ever? Ever. Hmm. I really want to go. So it's modeled after the TV show? I have no idea. You've I seen the TV no show, idea. obviously, yeah, right? Yeah, and I watched, I mean, I was in Cheers watching Cheers. Again. Okay. But, like, I don't, I don't know. I don't like, know. does it's it look different. like it? It's, it's different. They use the outside. There's two Cheers in, in Boston. Okay. I happen to go to both of them. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, because one's in the marketplace in Faneuil Hall, and then the other one's the actual, like, what Cheers was modeled after, I guess. And I think they used the outside of it for Cheers. Interesting. Yeah, so uh, then we, we decided, we, I was like, let's just do a tour of Boston. Like, it's stupid to just sit here and not do anything. Yeah, I mean, like, take we advantage were, of Boston. But there's nothing to really take advantage of. <laughs> really? They're really? I mean, if you've you've seen it already, everything was like. I feel like you can find so much to do, though. I don't know, man. I mean, even going to a museum or something. Like, as, aside from going to the aquarium, which I'm like, I don't need to go to the aquarium. I don't know what you would want to do there. I was like, I don't want to take a duck tour again. It's like that's like too cliche. Yeah, that's, that's not. So worth we it. we took a a, a bus tour. Um, which I guess is basically the same thing. You're allowed to get on and off throughout the Mm -hmm. day. Um, which like, it's crazy. Like check Groupon for things because this tour was $41, I think per person Groupon for 17 bucks. You get a tour. Huh? And like, there were people, literally people were paying 41 bucks for that tour. Wow. What is Groupon? A place you go for deals? On Do you things? have to pay for it? No, it's free to sign up. It's an app. You have an iPhone. You have But then you to have apps. to pay for whatever you... Yes, you got to buy a Groupon. <laughs> like, what uh-huh. you, like, why would you think you didn't have to? No, no. So so you buy these deals, I guess? Yeah, and then, like, they let's say they have, like, restaurant deals. It's like, buy for 25 bucks, get $50 worth of food. Huh. Yeah, so, yeah, so. Sounds intriguing. Yeah, I mean, if you, yeah, use it. Check it out. I may have to. I may have to. Yeah, so we went to, we went there, walked around a little bit. Um, Then we chilled. We went to, we ate lunch at this Asian place inside Faneuil Hall. Uh Uh-huh. I was originally going to just want to go to Cheers and, like, just check it out and then, like, I don't know what we where we were gonna go. Like I was, we were struggling to find places to eat and everything because Boston is just seafood or Italian food, really. And you weren't feeling either. No, nah, I mean we went to the Italian joint the night before, and I don't eat seafood. Why? So I don't. It's disgusting. It's absolutely disgusting. Okay. I eat tuna salad. Mm-hmm. And I eat gefilte fish. I was programmed that way. <laughs> I don't. I can't eat lox. I can't eat lobster. Just doesn't work for me, but rock lobster. But yeah, so the uh, Asian place was good. Mm-hmm. Um, I got one of those bowls, the like the teriyaki bowl things. 
that are hot these days, I guess. It's like those bowls of like ramen noodles people get with the broth or the or just like the rice bowl. I don't know. I'm not I'm not too familiar with it, but I'm sure I've seen pictures of it. Yeah. And just didn't know what they were called. So yeah, that was good. And then uh, I got I got cookies from a Did you get the chata? I didn't. No. Because like I, know, I just didn't. said <laughs> I know you didn't. Did I got you cookies. No, he didn't get chowder either. But but I we got cookies. Okay. From a, a cookie truck. I guess it's called the Ooh. Cookie Monster. <laughs> okay. And uh yeah, so I was like I was debating whether or not I wanted it and I was like, Okay, fine, I'll get a red velvet cookie. And my dad got a snickerdoodle cookie, and they were like, oh, we recommend the salted caramel. So we got those three. We split them. They were delicious. Mm-hmm. I, I just, like, there's, like, no good places around here to get cookies. I just want mm. cookies. Nah. And, uh, yeah, and then later that night, we went back to the hotel room, went out again towards uh, towards Harvard. Mm-hmm. And went to get food down there at this Mexican restaurant. What kind of uh, what did you order? I got enchiladas, shredded beef enchiladas. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like I like I wish there were restaurants like that around here. That like they had first of all unlimited refills is a big thing. That is one of the things that Brandon always goes for. I, w- I wasn't even going to get it. I wasn't even going to order soda at the Asian place. <laughs> Because mm-hmm. I figured it's in Faneuil Hall. It's probably not going to be refills or whatever. And I went. I was just going to order water. Just happened to pick up a dessert menu. I just looked at the, the dessert menu and it said on the bottom, free refills. I was like, okay. Getting mm-hmm. soda. <laughs> Why not? Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, we went to that Mexican place and uh, it was really good. It was cheap, too. It was like, I think it was like. a person Mm -hmm. for the food. You get all the unlimited chips and salsa. All right. And then, yeah, so I ended up, I took that that meal home. Mm -hmm. So if you're counting, I didn't mention it before, but I also took my, some of my food from Cracker Barrel going up home. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then uh, the next day after that was, we went to, went to Fenway. What did you do there? I just wanted pictures of it. You, you didn't see a game or no? go for a tour again? No, they did have a game that... They had the, the, the White Sox were in town the whole weekend. Uh-huh. But, like, I don't need to... I already saw a game at Fenway. I think it'd be nice to see a game in, like, one of the worst seats in the house because we've been in the, like... I mean, relatively the best seats in the house. Mm-hmm. So maybe one day I'll see a, a really... A game. So you mean all the way up? So you mean like in the monster section, or I have no idea. I don't know where like the like wherever the cheapest seat would be. I guess mm-hmm. is what I would assume is one of the worst seats. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so we just drove around. We were looking for parking spots. There's nowhere to like if you're not gonna have uh, if you're not gonna park for a Red Sox game, which is like fifty bucks. Yeah then there's really no parking. All the meters are like signed off where it says no parking here certain hours before or after the Red Sox game. Mm-hmm. So we really didn't have anywhere to park. We were just driving all the way around and uh, 
Yeah, so which is like crazy because like what do the businesses over there do? Like if somebody like if somebody's going to Wahlburgers, where are they parking? Uh, it's crazy. Yeah, but, I don't know. But yeah, so I went to we drove around Fenway and then uh, I was like, we should just leave. Like there's nothing really else left to do. Mm-hmm. With the with the trolley tour, we had free access to a boat ride through the harbor, mm-hmm. but it was like 60 degrees out that day, so 60, 70 yeah. in the morning, so we were like, nah, let's just go to Fenway. We drove around, and then I was like, let's, we could just go home. Mm-hmm. So we went, then uh, stopped off again in Milford, Connecticut <laughs> for Cracker Barrel. All right. I got a country fried steak. With, Those are usually always uh, good bets. You know what though? I like I I wasn't sure if I ever had it before, but like as I, I was you did. as I was eating it, I was like, maybe I did order this before. And I I don't need to I don't need a country fried steak again. Mm-hmm. But I got the mac and cheese and I it came with I got French fries too, which I, I ordered I think I ordered home fries. But I guess mm-hmm. those are home fries, or they messed up and they just gave me regular fries. Yeah, that has to be a mess up. But the fries were good, and it's like the mac and cheese, of course. Like, I I love their mac and cheese. So, my dad was like, "Oh, how's the mac and cheese?" I was like, "I didn't even try it yet, but I know it's good." Yeah. So I got I had that, got got a corn muffin. I was like, I'm, as I'm eating the corn muffin, I was like, I don't know why I constantly when I'm faced with cornbread order the cornbread because I don't like cornbread. I just don't. I don't know why, but I still order it. I think that their cornbread is delicious. Yeah, but I just I'm not a corn cornbread guy. Obviously you are. But I'm not. I'm really not. Every single time I eat it, I'm like, what the hell are you eating this for? I'd because rather have I just rather enjoy have, it? I just want the biscuits, I guess. I, I'd rather eat the biscuits. Mm-hmm. I'm also, I'm also not a grits guy. I had grits going up there. I'm like, I, I used to. I think I used to always eat grits, but I'm not a grits guy either. Now it's just, it just tastes, it's just plain. I don't know. I, I find grits very plain. I'm not a fan of it. Yeah. I think grit. I think that there's better things out there than grits. Yeah. Especially they when they load it up with the butter and everything. I just well, there was I don't they, know. they. I I got cheese grits. Uh-huh. Which is literally just grits with cheese on top of it. I was like, what? This isn't like, it's still plain as can be. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, I'm not that big of a supporter of it. But it's like, I and now I think I might, I'm, I mean, more than likely I'll be going to Cracker Barrel again this weekend. Mm-hmm. Because I'm with going, who? Well, with my mom, my nana. Okay. Because I'm going up for Zach's engagement party. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's like, do I want to, like, what? Well, I don't know what to order. Do I order pancakes because the pancakes are like the best I've ever eaten, or do I go and get that meal that comes with the chicken tenders and the eggs or whatever, or do I just order chicken tenders in general so I can get the mac and cheese with it? Mm. I'm gonna rally to try and split pancakes again <laughs> because it's like I, I want the mac and cheese and the chicken tenders. Uh, you're playing a risky game. I think I think I could get the group to split pancakes. 
There's three of us. Game. There's three of us. There's three pancakes. I'm I'm gonna almost say that I'll be able to do that. Yeah. I'll be able to negotiate the deal. Well, there you have it. Yeah. He's then, going to go for it. And then I got home from Boston, ate my leftovers, and went to the next day, next night, went to Earth, Wind, and Fire and Nile Rogers at Madison Square Garden. Mm-hmm. Which it's like, that's still, like, it's Earth, Wind, and Fire put on such a, such a good show. If, if you're if you're a fan of Earth, Wind, and Fire songs, definitely I would 100% go say go see them. I mean, I like a few of their songs, but I mean, not enough to really see them live. Dude, it's so good. And then and then like, I guess apparently they only sold seven thousand tickets out of like nineteen thousand. Mm-hmm. So they where I was sitting up on the bridge, they closed the whole bridge completely. And relocated me. And they were trying to relocate me to seats that I was like, these aren't good seats. Yeah. Like, I paid, like I know exactly where I was getting my seat specifically because I know they're good seats. Mm-hmm. And uh, they were like, well, uh, we can't do anything for you. You could speak to a supervisor. I spoke to a supervisor. He uh, moved me. And I was like, these are also not good seats. Uh, and then the other guy that was working in the section had me a uh, supervisor move me over to another section. I was like right by the stage. That's pretty cool. At least that worked out. Yeah. Clive Davis was in the crowd. It sounds familiar. Like the mogul record. Like he made everybody basically. Interesting. And, and it's funny because if I took, if I, I hate sitting on the floor Mm-hmm. They they offered me at one point floor seats. If I took those floor seats, I would have had better seats than Clive. And why didn't you take the floor because seats? Because I don't like because floor seats. Everybody stands, and then I'm stuck there sitting, and I don't want to sit and stand. And mm-hmm. I'm surprised that they gave you so many options. Yeah, they worked. They worked with me. <laughs> they they that's, definitely worked with me. Yeah, that's pretty cool, though. I guess they were able to though because they had. 7,000 people coming as opposed to 19,000 people. So. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, it was a good show. I was I was like, maybe because it's New York City, like maybe Will Smith will be here to perform. Uh-huh. Because Nile Rodgers Rogers wrote, um, what song is it? He's the Greatest Dancer, I think. I think it was called that. I think that's the song, which then in turn was used for um, getting jiggy with it. Oh, you sent that to me. Yeah, Niles does getting jiggy with it, like a quick like snippet of it live. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, it's New York City, you never know. Yeah. And then he did that Daft Punk song, Get Lucky. Uh-huh. So I'm like, maybe Pharrell Williams will be here. It's New York City, you never know. Never know, never know. But, yeah, but that didn't happen. And then also, yeah. uh, "Good Times" was sampled for "Rapper's Delight," so it's like mm-hmm. maybe Sugar Hill Gang will be here. You never know; it's <laughs> New York City. But no, that didn't happen. <laughs> mm-hmm. But it was still a really good show, and it's funny they were up in Boston when I was in Boston on on Saturday, mm-hmm. where I like technically I could have gone to see them. I could have got to see Coldplay too the mm-hmm. night before, but 
didn't. But yeah, if you're... I'm not a big Coldplay fan. I like Coldplay. I do like them. But I don't know. I, I don't get what's so special about them. It's funny. In 2008, I was, I was like 100% I was buying tickets going to see them at Jones Beach. Then they canceled the tour. I was like, what? And then I just never had a chance to see them since. Mm-hmm. So, because I don't want, I really don't want to go to MetLife all the way to MetLife to see them. Yeah. Because that was like, that was brutal doing that for Taylor Swift. Oh, yeah, that was, well, I, I mean, I I'm talking about, that, that like, was kind of like, I'm talking about my going there. Oh, gotcha. Like taking the train from Penn, well, taking the train from, yeah, whatever, taking the train to Penn Station then from Penn Station, taking the train to wherever you get off for MetLife and then go and transfer to the actual train for MetLife. Mm-hmm. And then, like, if you if you miss a train or they're holding up the train for everybody to get on it, you, you end up missing the train from New York Penn Station. Yeah. So it's like, that's why when, after the second night when I saw Taylor Swift the last time, it was brutal i was at penn station till like 4 a.m uh, that's that'd be frustrating for me yeah i sat you know? there i ate rose's pizza mm-hmm it was good well but luckily this I'm time i didn't have to do you. that and i just had to go to madison square garden to see earth wind and fire and nile rogers with chick very cool very cool well all right I think uh, it's about time we speak about some sports entertainment. Yeah. Should and we just do a break? <laughs> yeah, we know. can do a break, too. We could, we could deliver do the outside-the-ring news that there's not much. There's three. Yeah, not that much outside-the-ring news. Let's go into that, then. First, uh, Kyrie Sane was cleared to compete, so that's good. Yeah, so... Yeah, uh... We're not going to spoil anything, but it's always good to see someone cleared for action. Well, I mean, I don't know. Um, I still have no idea if she's even in the tournament still. I would assume that she is, that she 100% is, but I have no idea. I just know that she was cleared to compete. She's doing NXT house shows. Oh, very cool. I didn't know that she was doing the house shows already. Yeah. That's interesting. Which I'm like, I'm getting like, I'm getting antsy because we have NXT TakeOver next weekend. Yeah. And it's like, like, are we going to get a United Kingdom championship match? I guess at, maybe at this point, probably not. Makes no sense that we're not. Yeah, I agree. I think that we definitely should. I thought after we saw Pete Dunne versus um, Jack Gallagher, like after we had the results from that, that maybe they'd announce it. I think that's this weekend. Mm-hmm. So maybe after that match takes place, they're going to be like, oh, by the way, NXT TakeOver, or at the tapings, we have Pete Dunne defending the title against whatever. Hopefully Wolfgang. Yeah, a lot of people are kind of marking out over the tag team of uh, Bate, Dunne, and Seven, uh, saying that they should have British Strong Style as a tag team in the NXT or something like that. So it's going to be interesting to see what direction they end up going. I don't think that they're doing enough, though. I saw that they were scanned, apparently, too, for 
the video game, but like that obviously That's doesn't. Cool. I mean, it doesn't mean anything given that like a few years ago they had like the four horse women scanned and then they didn't make it the final cut. Oh, really? Even uh-huh. though they should have, but hopefully this year you get at least Tyler Bate, Pete Dunne. I would like to. See I think Wolf you should Gang definitely at least get the. You should at least get the champion. Yeah. Or champions. Yeah, definitely. So maybe there'll be some like downloadable content or something, but who knows? But hopefully. Um, also. But yeah, hopefully uh, they announce some sort of United Kingdom stuff for Takeover. Yeah, I'm sure, and I'm sure that they'll probably announce stuff for 2K18 uh, this upcoming. Well, next weekend. I mean, they, I mean, SummerSlam weekend. Yeah, that's true. It's around that time where they start to. But do no, these. I don't even. No, nah, I don't even know if they. Last year, I don't think it was SummerSlam. I think it was just like, screw you guys. We're gonna do it whenever. We're not THQ. I think it was just like I don't think mm-hmm. they did that search and find game during by SummerSlam. Maybe they did. I don't recall, but. Wait, cause I we thought were, they we did. Were, I don't know because we were finding out right up until the game was released. I feel like. Which was like annoying. I don't know. Search and find, and you'd find things that weren't even in the game. Like you'd find the tattoo that Rhino has, or something, not even in the game. You'd find the face paint that, or like a painting that Jeff Hardy would do, not even in the game. So yeah, I I was confused at that. But yeah, so hopefully we'll find out something next week or maybe today about Two K eighteen. I hope so. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so that Kyrie Sane is clear to compete. She's going to compete in house shows and stuff, so that's good to good to know. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, this week, Eva Marie, she requested her release, and she was granted the release. So she will no longer be with WWE. I have a feeling, like, that they were just waiting for this to happen or something. I don't know. Like, waited for her to make the call, like... Something like that. Like, there was... There had to have been a reason. Mm-hmm. It sucks that she didn't... Like it's unfortunate, it. because, like, we thought that she could have turned the corner so hard uh, that she could have been a great heel, kind of like a uh, Vicky Guerrero status, and they just didn't. Yeah. So uh, hopefully, it's suspended. not the end of her, though. Hopefully... She, she hopefully was suspended she for whatever she was suspended for, and... Just never came back from that. Hopefully, uh, she will come back at some point and really make a either um, mess someone over in a match, or everyone's going to be expecting Oscar or something, and then she comes out. Hopefully, they just like. Hopefully, it's not the end of her WWE career, long term wise. You know, most likely it is, and she'll, I guess, probably be in movies now. But nah. Um, also, Ho-Ho Lun uh, requested his release from the WWE in order to go home to assist in the taking care of his mother, which is very unfortunate, especially with the mother and everything like that. Uh, but it's really it's good. It's cool that WWE did allow him to be released from his contract to go uh, do this. Yeah, uh, it's unfortunate for the circumstances, though. Yeah, it is. And uh, maybe, I mean, the door could always be open for him, too, in the future. 
Yeah, definitely. So, I mean, he's young enough. Yeah. Or at least I believe he's. And I agreed so. with that. Like, yeah, of course he's young enough, not even knowing his age. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, he, he was, I think he was the first person to get pro wrestling to China. Mm-hmm. So, it's cool that yeah. he was, it was cool that he was able to go down to NXT and, I mean, again, be that ambassador for all the, the students down there, the Chinese students. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we'll see him back in WWE one day. But uh, we're, not doing, we're not doing any indie uh, news or wrestling results or whatever this week because there really wasn't much to cover. But we will be taking a quick break right now, and we'll be right back here on Marking Out. This is Aaron Sheik. You listen to the Marking Out. And we are back. Marking Out Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Let's get into it, talk about some sports entertainment, and some Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Nitro. But it's like, if you go to Boston, you're not going to do the Mm -hmm. Sam Adams tour again. No, you are not. I mean, you you could. I'm not a beer drinker, so I I, I think I would do the tour again, maybe, if I had more days there. I mean, you did get some sweet souvenirs. Yeah, I still have it. I still have my my bottle. I still have my cup, my glass, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. But yeah, Monday Night Raw is going to be in Beantown next week. Missed it by a a, a week and a day. But this past Monday, yeah, this past Monday kicked off with Miz TV. Uh, Miz basically calling out Jason Jordan only to get Brock Lesnar and Paul Heyman. Not really what he was expecting. No, but I like this because Miz like completely verbally laid into Ball Hammond and Brock Lesnar. Yeah, I love the fact that he brought up the entire how he's expected to lose and leave the WWE. I thought that was great. Yeah, and he said the favors he, he thinks Roman Reigns will win, he thinks Samoa Joe will win, he thinks Braun Strowman will win. Which just kind of gets me thinking that maybe Brock Lesnar will walk out as champion and it's just like... Knife jab, jab, knife, knife jab, knife jab. Because you know what? I wouldn't mind him winning for the sole fact that everybody's saying that he's going to lose and leave, you know? I mean, yeah. That's like, like, I wouldn't mind that sport. There's, there's that, but then it's like, oh, yeah, the champion's just not going to be on television. Yeah. Again, for another watch, 90 he, days or whatever. Watch, he loses it the night after on Raw. I that I'm I'd be all fine for that. <laughs> I'll be there for that. I, so Yeah, I imagine that happens that he wins, retains at the pay per view, and then the next day he has a match against Braun and wins. Uh loses. I, I cannot really see that happening, but I'd be all for that. Brooklyn would absolutely eat that up. Yeah, they would go crazy. They would they would absolutely I, that, that like that could make Braun Strowman there. Yeah. In a Brooklyn. I think that would like be that. pretty epic. Yeah. It's funny. Um, like, I, also, I, like, I like to say that we made Brock Lesnar, sort of, because SummerSlam 2002, like it didn't have to go the way it did with the crowd. Mm-hmm. The crowd was very against The Rock there and was very, yeah. very much into Brock Lesnar. And, and yeah, it was crazy. Do you remember after um, like The Rock even trashed us after, <laughs> after SummerSlam went off air? 
I don't remember. I, I'm like, if I'm, I think I'm remembering it correct. Where SummerSlam goes off air, whatever, and then The Rock goes like, I don't know. The Rock just like, like screw Long Island. You guys mm-hmm. suck. I don't know. Um, but I also with this segment, I like the the Mrs. Impression of Paul Heyman. That was actually pretty good. <laughs> I thought he was spot on with it. I wouldn't say spot on. It's, I think it's very hard to do a Paul Heyman impression. I thought it was pretty good, though. But, uh, yeah, I enjoyed this segment. You had uh, you had Brock Lesnar taking apart the Miz Tourage and Miz. So, it was good. Leading into yeah. the first match of Monday Night Raw, you had Sheamus defeating Seth Rollins. Um... It, it wasn't a bad match, but really not much happened. I, liked- I they didn't even show this on the highlights that I watched. They left this match out. So I, liked- I can't even imagine that that much happened. The ending I liked, though. It was like Cesaro gets up on the apron and Rollins like instantly knocked him off. And mm-hmm. he went to the top rope and Cesaro went back onto the apron. And as Rollins went to jump off it looked like he was doing like a double axe handle smash, whatever. Mm-hmm. To him. Before he could hit Cesaro, Cesaro jumps down to avoid that, and Sheamus instantly just scoops him up for the quick roll up, and won. And then Rollins attacked them afterwards. They were like celebrating the victory. Rollins, yeah, that was. Them. A- mm-hmm. And then uh, Sheamus and Cesaro got the better of him, and they they kept waiting for Dean Ambrose to come out, but. That that didn't happen. He never showed up, which Rollins confronted him about afterwards. And Ambrose was like, I still don't trust you. You're on your own. Sorry, kid. Yeah, uh, and that pretty much carried over throughout the rest of the night. Um, next up, you had Jason Jordan, who was going to be taking uh, having a match against Curtis Axel. But it ended up being – Kurt Angle had to find a replacement very quickly – and he find, found backstage just his local jobber, Jean-Pierre Jean, Goulet. Jean, Jean-Pierre Goulet. Jean-Pierre. Jean. My bad. Jean. My John. Jean. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you can't say Jean. Jean-Luc. It's Jean, like um, Jean-Paul Levesque. <laughs> J-P-G-E. J-P-G. Um, yeah, so he made his way to the ring repping the star of David on his singlet, which was definitely a, uh, put, put a, made me laugh. I mean, I got blown up by Brad. Brad was very happy with that as well. You didn't get blown um, up by Brad. What do you mean? He sent one text message. <laughs> no, he sent a few. About the he Jewish star? Yeah. Mm. Star of David. So. This wasn't yeah, good for, I think. This wasn't good for Jason Jordan. Not good at all. The crowd was so over with uh, Jean Pierre. Like the 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 match itself was fine, but the crowd of cheering against Jason Jordan in favor of the jobber was just. Well, you have to think about it. What did they expect was going to happen? I mean, you're in Canada. Yeah, you put a yeah. guy repping America on his singlet against the local uh, guy repping Canada. Yeah. I mean. What did they expect was going to happen? Did they really expect Jason Jordan to get cheered in this? 
Yeah. I mean, that's like that's like going to Long Island and putting someone against Zach Zach Ryder, expecting the other guy to get cheered over Zach Ryder. Yeah, that was very very stupid of whoever did that. Yeah, Kurt Angle, poor booking. Kurt Angle did it. So <laughs> poor booking. Um, but next up, also like talking about poor poor booking has been a huge topic of conversation in regards to Bailey. And we have been on the bandwagon. I think I started this bandwagon. I think I started this one before you did. I started kind of like how you started the Charlotte one. I think I started this Bailey one with bringing up how I don't see the draw. Well, no, no. First of all, I'm not on the bandwagon with there's no draw about Bailey or anything like that. I still like Bailey. Mm -hmm. I just want her to turn her back on. New York and turn it be a heel. Well, the, I don't think that she could pull off a heel like how Natalia cannot pull off a heel. And this was even a topic of conversation on the Stone Cold Steve Austin <laughs> show when I guess this got brought up and Bailey brought up how she wants to turn heel. And I apparently Stone Cold pretty much bashed the idea, saying that it would never work. And I think that I don't buy into it. I just think that Bailey is is a a flop. You know? I, I, I think that she's a big flop. I think that. And I, I like, think Emma so, I think Emma has a lot more potential than Bailey. Well I think Emma's just deserves so much more than she's gotten, so I think she she is a lot has a lot more uh potential to be built into something huge than Bailey. I don't see the draw with Bailey. I don't think she's all that good. Regardless I think though that's she's, one ProWrestlingTees.com slash Marking Out. This was an interview basically saying that she's out of SummerSlam. She has a shoulder injury. Um, but she was completely booed. She tried to turn yeah. it around, and the crowd just booed her more. And then she chose... She even made mention of the crowd. Yeah. Saying thank you to everyone who's not booing. And... Do you think that, like, it kind of, like, flustered her? Do you think that that was smart to make reference to the booze, being that she's supposed to be this huge baby face to draw? Because with her mentioning well, that's it, what, like, I have it, no it idea. would have been, it would I, been I, easier I, to edit it. Huh? Yeah, it would be easier to edit. I just don't know because it's like she she picked Sasha Banks to, to go on to SummerSlam to face Alexa Bliss. But I, I, I really, at this point, I don't I – don't, think I could buy her injury as being like a legitimate thing. I mean, all it is is a dislocated shoulder that could easily even, be popped back even in. Even still, I don't think, I, I don't buy it. I don't buy it either. I like, think it's part not. Part really thinks that it's like what I want to see happen is going to happen. Where like, I mean, it could have just been or a... something and then she like screws Banks out of the title or whatever. Then they're going the whole road to... Survivor Series or whatever you want to call it, doing a you know it's with very very possible. I mean, Bailey might as well cash in on this. The only way I can see this heel aspect working is that she's so lovable that she is hated. You know, like where too much could be make you kind of puke. No, I that's, feel that's, like that's what Mike oh, and Maria. Just goes completely... No, that's what Mike and Maria are doing. Which, by the way, where where were they on SmackDown? That's true. Not even on the show. Yeah, but Bailey. I think I think there's potential for a heel Bailey there. 
I, you know I, what? I'm I, not going to close the door on it, but I definitely don't think that she's as good as people used to claim that she is. Well, I disagree with and you. And I don't... I, I, if, if, I, I, if I'm disagreeing with it, then you're wrong. <laughs> obviously. That's just, no, but not obviously. like not like sarcastic, <laughs> obviously. You just know that's fact. No. Yeah, it, it's been fact every single time. Dude, even in this promo, it was just so slow. But maybe she that's... has no charisma. Uh... So slow and thought provoked, and uh, uh, that, but let's... this that promo made me like solidify my thought. Like, oh yeah, she's not injured because it sounded like that's she was trying to remember. My idea that she is not ready. It, it sounded like she was trying to remember script or something. Yeah, it was. Yeah, but awful. not everybody's the best promo person in the world. No, but I don't I mean, think that you should be at, put in the spotlight mm, if you are not. Look at Brock Lesnar. Look at all right. Him. So who's going to be who's going to be the mic for Bailey? I don't know. Exactly. Enzo, because <laughs> obviously right. Enzo is doing nothing else. I mean, but we'll mention him in a little bit. Uh, so this led into Sasha Banks taking on and pick up the victory over Alicia Fox and Emma. I really was impressed with Emma in this match. I mean, in general, the match, I thought that Emma match, really I, came out strong. I enjoyed this match in general, and it was way better than the mm-hmm. other triple threat match. That yeah, other, the, agreed. the other triple threat match was garbage. Yeah, Sasha Banks hit the double knees on Alicia Fox and went for the pin. Emma tossed her out of the ring, tried to steal the victory, which I could swear I've watched that clip like I don't know, maybe fifteen times. It doesn't look like Alicia Fox gets the shoulders up. It looks like yeah. Emma should have gotten that three count. Which I wish I WWE was... I wish WWE shocked us and gave us Emma advancing. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I definitely thought at the end where it was the, that pin and then it went to the bank statement and then the, I thought it was a good ending. Yeah. A very good, solid end. Um. So next up, you had the club pick up the victory over Enzo and Big Show. Uh, the, the only part from this match I really liked was when Enzo went for a tag, like, and he d- ju- he jumped towards Big Show, and Luke Gallows just like gave him a shove. Out Dude, of the that way, like, was awesome. That was awesome. Yeah, I thought I, that I, looked really good. Yeah, but uh, as far as afterwards, Big Cass came out. Um, I, I really I don't see the reason for him being knocked out again. I agree with you. I think it would have been um, just what's fine. What's going to happen? I was going to say, I think what's, it's fine if Cass just comes out, beats up Big Show, then leaves before Enzo could do anything. Yeah. What's going to happen to uh, Enzo now? I mean, he's kind of, he's not a good wrestler. He's all Mike, pure Mike. Well, I mean, we, I, I, he's... I mean, yeah, is he going to be a manager for someone? He does the boxing gimmick and everything, basically. I mean, but he's not good. I wouldn't say he's, he's not good. I just we don't we haven't seen him in like singles action really. I we think really that he's we haven't not, we I, really we haven't seen him do anything outside of Enzo and Cass. The only thing he could I could see him doing is being a manager. That is it. I so, don't think that he would be a good solos wrestler. I think that his pairing with Cass was built for Cass more than anything. And now Cass is, Cass is ready to fly. I think that Enzo, I think Enzo is in danger of a release at some point. 
um, or to be taken down to NXT, which I think would be beneficial for the NXT roster, um, and especially the, to draw down there. And I think that Enzo there's has, also, I mean, there's also the rumor been, of 205 Live. Yeah, the 205 Live. Did you hear that rumor about him in the tour bus? Yes, I did. I don't know. Apparently, apparently he was kicked off of the tour bus because he was said to be annoying. I, I mean, don't know the legitimacy of that rumor or anything like that, but it's still another knock in. If it's true, it's another knock in his. Uh, what's going to happen to him? Um. Yeah, but. Uh, later on in the night, Cass asked Kurt Angle for a match against Big Show at SummerSlam. And then somehow it got turned into Enzo being locked in a shark cage. Uh, yeah, I'm over this shark cage thing. Like, I, it doesn't make sense. Like, and, like, every single time, for the past two times in the in the past year or whatever, that someone's been locked in a shark cage, the person in the cage helped the person win. Yeah. It's not, what is it preventing? Like what's Enzo going to be like, be like Houdini or something and escape the cage and then crash down onto Cass. I could, I mean, I could see him do a flying crossbody from up there, but like, what's the point of him even being in the cage? Like, it doesn't make sense. I think it's just like, it's to keep him out of the match, but like, like, what? Why? What's what? Do something else. I think it's just a gimmick. I think it's just because they didn't want to do a normal match and have him banned from ringside. So they were just like, oh, let's give the live audience something special to see. So cage match. Uh, shark tank. Whatever they call it. Shark cage match. I, I would have pretty good viewing of the shark cage, I think. Mm-hmm. If I was going to SummerSlam. I hope that... I don't know. I don't see anything good coming of Enzo, though. But next up, you had Finn Balor uh, in the ring addressing the audience, only to be interrupted by uh, Bray Wyatt. Yeah, he came out, center of the ring. Finn Balor was up on the, sitting up on the top turnbuckle. Uh, And then they basically brawled where Balor got some hits in, Wyatt disappeared onto the screen. Mm-hmm. So will we see Which is something demon? more and more that we're doing. Will we see the Demon Balor at SummerSlam? I mean, it would. Last time we saw him was at SummerSlam last year, I believe. Was the last time that we saw the Demon, uh, Finn Balor. Really? Yeah. Yep. Hmm. So maybe we will see Finn Balor as the Demon, and it, maybe it will just be a SummerSlam kind of a deal. Um, until he has, like, a title match at Mania, you know? Yeah. But, yeah, that's really it to mention with this. Uh, uh Ambrose. Next. Yeah, yep. Dean Ambrose took on and defeated Cesaro, which I think this was the best match from the week. 100%. Um, I was so, like, this, first of all, the shoulder thrust that Cesaro did to Dean Ambrose in the corner, that was awesome. Then Cesaro's yeah. the uppercut that he reversed of the of Ambrose's suicide dive, the taunting on top of the rope I thought was sick. 
Dude, on top of the turnbuckle. First of all, him trying to do the superplex where he like they teased doing it to the outside. Yeah. That was like, dude, this match was really good. I was very entertained by this match. Yeah. And uh and then Sheamus and Cesaro beat down Dean Ambrose afterwards, and then Seth Rollins ran out to make the save. And Ambrose did the shield fist thing and Rollins was like disgusted and like walked off, which this is exactly how the Golden Truth got together. Yeah, and I and and I'm not a fan that it's going that way. I mean, it's the same way Sheamus and Cesaro. No, it's not. That's not. How? That's not it at all because they're not competing against each other. This is exactly not yet? no, not yet at all. This that's not happening. This is exactly how Golden Truth formed. All right, but regardless, that's two. two. Yeah, I think ProWrestlingTees.com uh, slash marking out. Um, I, I'm not entertained by this Rollins Ambrose stuff. Our truth and our truth plays the or no Seth Rollins plays the part of our truth. Goldust obviously Dean Ambrose is Goldust. Rollins kept trying for weeks to to form the Shield again, whatever. Our truth wanted to form the Golden Truth. Goldust is like I'm not having it, and then all of a sudden Goldust is like, hey, let's form the, let's form Golden Truth, and then. Dean Ambrose is like, hey, let's form the Shield. And then Seth Rollins and R-Truth, they were like, no, we don't want it. We're walking off. And then they eventually formed Golden Truth, and then they're going to eventually clearly form the Shield. They used this storyline for Golden Truth. Mm-hmm. That's a bam roasted to everybody. So. Nah. Just unfortunate. Uh, uh, next, that, yeah. we saw Akira Tozawa defeating Arya Davari, which really there is absolutely nothing to say here. Tozawa's all healed no. up. Uh, yeah, it was just a quick match. Not, not, nothing really happened. What I did enjoy no. was the press conference later in the night, off air. Mm-hmm. They had a WWE.com exclusive with him. Uh, Titus and uh, Paul Cruz, and then I think it's, it's Mike Rome. I think that's his mm-hmm. name. He was the only person there at the press conference, and Dana Brooke crashed and everything. I thought it was funny. Yeah. Uh, the uh, after that, Goldust appeared and said that his next masterpiece with everyone, uh, or it's going to be at SummerSlam. So we'll Which, find out. Like, it, like it kind of seemed like it. It seemed like he was gonna be managing somebody in the future. Like he'll be at SummerSlam scouting someone to manage. Manage? I didn't see that at all. I saw it totally as a, an opponent. Well, realistically, look at the SummerSlam card. Who is he? Yeah. Like, there's nobody really. Who says it has to be a in ring action? Could be backstage or something. Yeah, but uh, I mean, even it without the, I mean, without the 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 possibility of him being backstage, um, the actual matches at SummerSlam, mm-hmm. like like who could it possibly like if he was going to become a manager, who could it be? I I don't know. I wouldn't want to see it. I like Goldust in the ring too much. Uh, next up, 
We had the main eve. Nope, we had Jax. We had Jax. Pick up the victory over Dana Brooke and Mickey James. This was uh, not the, the exchange good. of kicks between Dana Brooke and Mickey James was dreadful. This was brutal, dude. It was a squash um, match, but. Uh, the best thing was Nia Jax landing that leg drop to pick up the victory. It's a but shame the she thing didn't. That was, it's a shame she didn't. She didn't do the other move that she did—the senton, the rolling senton, whatever. I don't know. I like this leg drop, the running leg drop. I, I like. I like that flipping senton. I think it's too dangerous, to be honest. Too dangerous. I think she actually. I, I think it's. I, I don't think she lands it too well. It looks like she, she really time. does. Land it but what do I know? Uh, main event. No, well, well, were you, you weren't saying more about that. No, not at all. I just want to say that it's like it's a shame WWE last November brought Mickey James in as like this legend to face Oscar at Takeover Toronto, and then like she's just in this match jobbing to Nia Jax doing nothing. I think they one hundred percent they should have separated Mickey James and Dana from these matches. They should not have been in the same match together. Fox should have been in this. Mickey James should have been in the other match. It's like this. I don't know what the thought process was here. Yeah. This wasn't good at all. No, not at all. But on to the main event, um, like you were going to say. Yeah, last man standing match. Braun Strowman picking up the victory over Roman Reigns. There's a lot of good to take away from this match, and then some negatives. Some it's, of the good, though. It's funny. I really, before, wait, before you say yeah. that, it's funny because like, I, I hated that this was a match again. But, yeah. But I enjoyed it. I agree. I enjoyed it as well. I like the part where uh, Roman Reigns went for the drive-by and got rocked with the clothesline. I thought that was an awesome spot. You had him, Roman Reigns, rocking Braun with the Samoan drop through the table, and even that everything leading up to that like spear at the end of the from the yeah, ramp. Roman Reigns like running, hitting that spear. I thought that was really cool. That was awesome. I love the that, Superman the, punches that he wouldn't go down for. The office chair spot. Oh, dude, the office chair spot. There's so – like when have we ever seen someone actually throw the office chair at someone? That's what I'm saying. And, dude, dude, I said – that's I always showed there this, at ringside. I sent that to Mike and he goes, it's not visually appetizing or appealing or whatever he said. I was like, are you kidding me? I was like, when Wait, have you what? ever seen somebody do that? He goes, they shouldn't use steel chairs. I was like, it's – I was like, a steel no. chair – I was like, a steel chair is like what? Four pounds? three yeah. pounds an office I mean, chair could be 60 pounds plus he threw it yeah he threw it Dude. it's not like he picked it up and hit him over the back with it he threw it at his chest like at his anterior region at his face at his chest i i then, it, like, I then had this conversation with him i was like you think you could throw an office chair he goes i don't see why i i wouldn't be able to throw an office chair i was like i guarantee you you're not going to be able to pick up a 60-pound office chair and throw it the way that Braun Strowman threw and let's, it. And let's not also negate the fact that getting hit in the face or even the chest with a thrown uh, office chair by Braun Strowman is definitely going to hurt you a lot more than taking a steel chair over the back. Have you ever— Because that's the only place that they, any, that they always go for now is the back. Have you been hit ever with an office chair at all? I no, don't right? think so, but I would assume it really hurts. I've had an office chair fall on me, <laughs> <laughs> and it does now, hurt. Did you, now, now, did you fall out of your chair, and did it no, fall no, on no. you? I, I would – I lay – some. I mean very rarely I lay on my bed, and I like do like 
push-ups, I guess. Not push-ups, but, like, bench presses mm-hmm. with objects. Uh, and then <laughs> one, one day I was – it's not, like, for muscle purposes or anything. It's out of boredom. But uh, one day I was doing it with my office chair, and it's a heavy office chair. And it fell on me. I've had, I've had that fall on me. I've had uh, snack trays fall on me. I think the worst – like, you could prepare – I think more for a snack tray than you can a remote control. Like you're like throwing a remote control up in the air or something and like you like land, like it goes to land on you, whatever. It hurts. That hurts too. So. I'm sure it does. But I was very impressed with the office chair spot. Um, What I wasn't impressed with was the ending. Because Roman Reigns, mm-hmm. Strowman was down for the 10 count. Samoa Joe attacked Roman Reigns out of the crowd, which for a split second, I thought, oh, that's cool. A fan is like holding Roman Reigns up. And, <laughs> and then I realized, really? yeah, like a very split second, I thought like, oh, that's like a fan really wants Roman Reigns to win or whatever. Like it looks like a plant, but like it just looks like they're trying to help out Reigns. But then it was Samoa Joe locking in the coquina clutch. He was up. He was still up. Reigns was standing through the whole time where the referee should have continued the 10 count. I agree with you. I think that even even the commentator, uh, I think it was Graves, made mention that Reigns is standing. Even, even before Samoa Joe attacked him, they said on commentary, Reigns is up. Yeah. At that moment, I feel like that was a bad call on commentary. That, well, not even and, on commentary. That's a bad well, think, move by I the... Think bad on com- but bad on commentary to make mention that Reigns is officially up. And I think it's bad that the referee stopped counting uh, Braun. During the last man standing yeah, match, one person stands up and you still continue the count for the person who's down. You don't just... I think I think he stopped the count because of the coquina clutch, but even still, that made no sense because he was still up. He, Braun exactly, Strowman, yes. Braun Strowman had like an eight count already, still down. Yes, I count. agree. So really, should Braun have been Strowman eight. had eighteen seconds to stand up. Yeah, it should have been eight, nine, ten. Still, coquina clutch locked in. Boom, gets thrown to the floor. Strowman out of nowhere pops up as if he's a uh, Shawn Michaels or something. Completely undamaged, boom, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Strowman somehow wins. Makes no sense. And it's no, funny also not at all. I could have sworn they already had a last man standing match between the two of them. I But I guess they I didn't. It sounds like they would though. Yeah. Well but, they, just, they just did it on Monday Night Raw. But you know what? It was still a pay per view caliber match, I think. I, I was, think it yeah, was still was, a really good main event. I was very pleased with the main event from Monday Night Raw. Yeah. Well, uh, let's talk about SmackDown. John Cena yeah. opened the show, uh, get, basically giving praise to Nakamura for the match last week. Uh, and then Baron Corbin came out and said that Cena stuck his nose in his business and said that he should be respecting him and not Nakamura, uh, which this almost turned into a match. And Corbin's like, you know what? You really have nothing to offer me. You have nothing I want. I have the money in the bank briefcase. What do I need from you? And Daniel Bryan came out and made this a match for SummerSlam. And now with Cena, did you see the clip about how Nakamura said to him, I'm sorry? And then Cena saying like... I didn't actually see the clip. Yeah, he says like, I'm, I'm sorry. Like when he shakes his hand, it seems like nothing to be sorry for. 
Did you actually and, see a clip where they said this? Yeah, I yeah, saw you somebody can, tweet it. I don't, I didn't see them. Yeah, you can see Nakamura say it. Like he was really uh, upset with himself with the Cena landing on his head, and, and Cena kind of just. Then there's of huh? course Vince rumors where Vince is just livid over the situation. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, where Vince McMahon was uh, completely pissed off at, at not at, not necessarily Nakamura, it says, but at the fact that John Cena could have gotten like his neck injured or whatever because he's the yeah. face of the company. But Cena, like the report says, told Nakamura he doesn't need to apologize. But mm-hmm. Vince McMahon was still pissed, I guess. But who knows? Yeah. But yeah, up next, the Usos took on and defeated Sami Zayn and tied Dillinger. Uh, Dillinger and Sami Zayn—they're like a like a like a super force of a Canadian tag team. Mm-hmm. They're both so over with the fans, and they just get the fans just eat it up. Yeah, they they love it. Um, I thought I really liked the end where Usos rocked him with uh, Dillinger with that super kick to the knee. I, that's uh, it's that's the not single even, crab. I don't even like that. Is to me that's not a super kick though. Side, the sidekick. When he had him up for the tiebreaker and it was reversed, was it? What yeah, do you mean? I think Ty Dillinger had one of the Usos up for a tiebreaker for his finisher, and then they wiggled out just as the same time one of the Usos gave him a kick to the gut, mm-hmm. and then they followed up by like the the. Drop stepping, I guess, to, mm-hmm. the, to the knee. Right. I thought it was really good. I don't know what I. I don't know. I wouldn't call it a drop kick or a super kick. I would say like a drop step or something. Yeah, like a stutter kick. It was yeah. It was like a stalling kick. I don't know what you would call. It. I really don't. I, yeah, I enjoy. Like I like that though. But yeah, so the Usos won, and they started talking about New Day afterwards. Big E came out. Kind of causing a distraction. Kofi and Xavier Woods attacked them from behind, and the Usos were able to escape before they used chairs. So I would kind of like to see. I mean, this is already, we know it's a match happening at SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe we could see some sort of like stipulation added to this with chairs or something. Maybe. I mean, new, I really enjoyed New Day going on the attack after the match with the surprise, total surprise attack. Um,. I thought it was entertaining. Yeah. But uh, talking about something entertaining. Yeah, I want to like insert a clip of a theremin right now, which I'm <laughs> not going to. But you had Fashion Peaks returning again, uh, where Tyler Breeze was speaking to the Ascension about his dream last week. Um, and I guess they, they just tried to, they came for pie. They tried to take the pie and run. Um, mm. and then Fandango appeared and he goes, where, where have you been? And he goes, I was abducted by aliens. <laughs> and, and they were like, well, how do you say, how'd you get home or whatever? He goes, Oh, I could, I could leave whenever I wanted to. Yeah. Then they brought up probing and stuff. Um, but the main takeaway was that Fandango said that he can now see into the future and that the next person who walks through the door was the one who destroyed Tully the horse and the next person who walked through that door was Arn Anderson. I believe he was looking for some catering. And they asked him flat out, did you did you do this to Tully? And he goes, you're damn right I did. 
which I wasn't expecting that at all. Yeah, you brought up how it should have been named after him. Yeah, that, after the best horseman. Yeah. So, and, and then we got a to be continued with it, so I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Hopefully I'll be oh, able definitely. to see I'll be able to see Brizongo wrestle live at SmackDown. Uh, hopefully. I'm all for that. Hopefully. But I'm also looking forward. I mean, maybe we'll get a fashion file segment at SummerSlam. That would be cool too. Right now they have eleven matches, I think, scheduled for SummerSlam, so Mm-hmm. Well, next up you had Charlotte Flair pick up the victory. Over Lana, uh, Lana hitting the turnbuckle is just pure awful. Um, Dude, this match, I think, honestly, this was the most green I think Lana has looked for me. I am happy that you're finally seeing it. No, no, not finally seeing it. I think it was just like, this, like, in particular, working with Charlotte was not good at all. It was, Mm -hmm. it was brutal to watch this. Like, they, w- they went from that turnbuckle spot where she didn't even, like, hit the turnbuckle. She, like, hit the, the rope right next to it. And then, like, mm-hmm. went from that turnbuckle right out into, like, a, a really awful headlock situation between the two of them. Yeah. I felt bad for both of them in this match. But I I agree. Afterwards, Tamina kind of poked fun at Lana backstage. And she told Lana that... She can now help her get her shot, I guess. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what like that means, but maybe maybe we're gonna see Tamina win the championship or have a match for the title. I don't know. I I don't know what to say about it. Yeah. Up next, though, we saw AJ Styles, Kevin Owens, and Shane O'Mac. Talking about SummerSlam, um, this was a good segment. I liked I liked that AJ Styles was able to rub WrestleMania in Shane's face. It wasn't like, oh, like he, Shane McMahon's the referee. He's like going to screw over Kevin Owens, but it's like no, it's not. There's still the factor that AJ Styles also doesn't like Shane. Yeah, McMahon. I I really like that Kevin Owens brought the video clips of. Uh, Shane McMahon refing in the past. Yeah. I thought uh, that was really good. Kevin Owens attacked AJ Styles and like Shane, he put Shane in the, the way of a Pele kick. So it's still like, oh, like you hit me with a kick. Why should I count for you? Yeah. But I'm looking forward. That That's probably... I mean, looking at SmackDown, realistically, for SummerSlam, that might be the match. I mean, I don't want to say that because the last time I wasn't, like, the greatest match of all time. Mm-hmm. But of the matches announced for SummerSlam, I think that definitely has potential to steal it. I agree. I think it's going to be a really fun match. Uh, next up, you had um, Carmella pick the victory over Naomi. Uh, non-title match. Ellsworth making his return. Which, like, um, it's too bad she didn't cash in. You know what? I'm okay with that she didn't because I'm not convinced that Naomi was, like, totally flat out, you know? Well, I mean, Ellsworth came into the match. Uh, I, I mean, it looked like she, like, jumped off the rope. But, like, I guess he was supposed to push her. 
Yeah, it, I, didn't, I, it didn't fully look like that to me. But, yeah, she gets pushed off the top rope. Um, and then Carmella picked up the victory. But, I, like, they didn't even, like, tease her cashing in. No. I, I, I think that would have been cool if they teased the uh, cash-in. Yeah. I like That's, like, to me, that would be, like, a no-brainer to do. Mm-hmm. But they didn't do it, so. Yeah, I agree with that. Up next was just annoying. Absolutely annoying because I thought it was so unnecessary. You had Randy Orton defeat Jinder Mahal. I, yeah. Because the Singh brothers weren't there and nothing was working in favor of Jinder. Orton was granted the match or something. Like, I, I just don't, I don't understand why you would have the WWE champion lose a match against someone who I think should be in the pre-show match with Rusev at SummerSlam because what are they doing with that storyline? Yeah, Nothing. I mean, had just as SmackDown, literally SmackDown's like turning black onto the screen to go onto the next program, Rusev attacks Randy Orton, the show goes off air. Yeah, it didn't even Rocking continue. With that sidekick didn't even continue on WWE Network like that stuff with Corbin did the, the week before. Yeah, this, I just I I'm I have no idea why they did Orton versus versus uh, Mahal again. I don't get it either. It was annoying. But, luckily, that's it. Yeah, so, going to ask you a question. Dave, shameless plugs? Shameless plugs! Thank you to the following people for promoting us in this week of professional wrestling. Go check out From the Top Rope at Top Rope Pod 2Ds. Uh, you can go find them on iTunes. They are Florida-based podcast talking about pro wrestling. So go check that. Uh, go check them out from the top row. Also, weekly wrestling podcast. Go check them out uh, at weekly w podcast. Weeklywrestlingpodcast.com. They have a recent. They have an interview that they just posted with Cody Rhodes, Shane Saber, uh, so much more. So go check out weekly wrestling podcast also go check out adam jones uh he has um so much upcoming absolute uh entertainment wrestling go check them out um absolute wrestling entertainment um it's canadian-based wrestling promotion that's on october 15th they're gonna have an event featuring uh chelsea green cody deaner so much more and then they're going to have another one on December 3rd featuring JT Dunn. You got uh, Mike Bailey and a lot more. Go check them out. That is going to be at A Wrestling E. And you can go follow Adam at AMP Octane. Um, also, go check out Mark Adam Haggerty at B Plus Radio. He is a wrestling announcer that you can see at most of your favorite wrestling promotions on the Eastern Coast. So go check him out. He's always promoting the promotions that he's going to be be at. So go check him out. Uh, Canuck Pro at Canuck Pro. They have a lot of events upcoming. Their debut event is going to be October 21st without honor. Then they have one on the 28th and 29th featuring Moose versus Coffee, Moose versus Taylor. Uh, they got some in uh, November, December, January. Uh, so many awesome, awesome events that they have upcoming and so many matches featuring uh, a lot of wrestlers that you don't really get to see too often compete in the States. 
well, it's not in the States, it's in Canada, but in Canada, <laughs> um, you got Dalton Castle versus Adam Page and so much more. So go check them out, Canuck Pro, at Canuck Pro. Uh, you got Weekly, I, uh, Weekly IQ 101. Go check their podcast out, Weekly IQ 101. Uh, I'm sorry, Wrestling IQ. Wow. Combining Weekly Wrestling Podcast with Wrestling IQ 101, but... Wrestling IQ 101. Go check them out at Wrestling IQ 101. Uh, Wrestling IQ 101.com. They have an episode with Roxy Astor uh, from Glow Fame. So go check them out. Give them a listen to. Also, Shining Wizards at Wizards Podcast. Go check them out. ShiningWizards.com. Go purchase some of their product over at ProWrestlingTids.com. Uh, awesome stuff over there. Team Awesome. Talking about awesome stu- uh, stuff. Team Awesome. Lorenzo has an amazing group. Facebook.com slash Team Awesome 418. On Twitter at Team Awesome 418. We appreciate all of their su- all of his support, all of uh, the promotion that Team Awesome provides for us. Go support them. Go support Lorenzo. Purchase his book on Amazon. Uh, Darius Carter. Go follow him at Mr. Darius Carter. We appreciate his always uh, assisting our podcast with getting our name out there. You can go see him in action upcoming on the 11th at Battle Club at Warriors of Wrestling. And uh, he's also going to be wrestling for LDN Wrestling. So go check Darius Carter out. Go give him a follow at Mr. Darius Carter. Also, John Rat- uh, Johnny Radke. Go give him a follow. NYWC wrestler at I am Ginger John. Um, yeah, and that is... All, wait, let's see. Maybe we got some more. Go follow Tammy at Tammy underscore favorite one. Go follow uh, V Lampo Meister 95 at favorite forecast uh, cloudy at Michael Doert. Uh, um, he's a reporter for Wrestle Maniacs. Also, go check out Melody at Melody and 93. And also go check out Montreal Broski. Go follow him, MTL Broski. Eric, our amazing uh, Canadian weatherman. Go follow him. Go check out First Thing in the Morning, youtube.com slash First Thing in the Morning Show. Check him out on Facebook, prowrestlingtees.com. Buy his uh, his stuff over there. Support Eric. Uh, amazing, amazing guy. And, yeah, so at MTL Broski. Hey, Brandon. Any shout-outs? A friend of mine told me the other day that Donald Trump was president. I said, I can't believe this. Brandon's got shout-outs. First shout-out is going... I feel like I said that like Kermit the Frog. First (laughs) shout-out is going to Boston, uh, the city, not the band, even though the band's quite all right. Uh, Really, there's... If you've been there before, there's really nothing new to do. But uh, it's a historical city, so it's still nice to visit. It's nice to see the architecture and the buildings and everything, which is architecture. <laughs> so There you go. Yeah, so check out Boston. It's crazy. I spoke with Brad. Brad's never been to Boston. 28 years old, huh. never been to Boston. Very interesting. That, that blew I, me away. You know, I, I enjoyed Boston. I would go back. Yeah, it's, it's nice to go if like you're just like, gonna go there to kill time mm-hmm. there were talks on this trip of like going to salem and other cities but 
I guess we just never went. Mm-hmm. I, I, like Salem is also one of those things. Like you see it once, you've done it before. But like, I, if I want to, if I'm going to Salem, I think I would much rather go there during the Halloween time. Because like, it's like mm-hmm. I mean it's about witches and stuff. So, huh. would I not want to? I, I guess I, I guess I agree with you. Yeah. So I'm assuming they do some sort of witch celebration during Halloween, even though it's messed up because it's based on the whole like hanging of witches mm-hmm. but yeah so i'd like like to go up there for halloween ish up next though we already spoke about it cracker barrel it's a road trip must like you can't not go you have to no go. yeah you need it in my you, books i mean in my books it's one of the best i mean i'm messing up by not by being so close to not going yeah a hundred percent minute wise how much do you think well, it's like... 10 15? minutes? 15 minutes? Yeah. I'd be there for breakfast. 100%. Yeah, 15. Maybe 20? Yeah. 20, yeah. 20 maybe not every day, but... Um, maybe not. And then lastly, this shout-out is going to Glenn Campbell. Uh, he unfortunately passed away this, this past week. But, yeah, I'm such a fan of his... I probably discovered his music by mistake back in the mm-hmm. days of, back in the days of Napster, but as soon as I started going mm-hmm. to concerts in 2007, I like 100 percent was always on like the top of my list of who I would want to see. Yeah. and like he would never come to the New York area, and then he announced that he unfortunately had Alzheimer's uh, and would be doing one more tour. And they announced the the first what was the first leg of the tour, and the closest to us to New York was Philadelphia, and uh, I, like I begged my friend to go, I, and we went to Philly. We went to I think it was the University of Pennsylvania in Philadelphia, mm-hmm. and went and saw him. And then I he they announced more tour dates. I went up to Mohegan Sun and saw him. With my mom and my nana, and then uh, later that year, also I went. They announced even more dates in New Jersey. I went with my dad to see him. So yeah, it's very unfortunate that uh, with this passing. Yes, it, it, yeah, it really is. And if you've never yeah. if you've never heard his music, check him out, Glenn Campbell. Definitely one of like the maybe like the first like country crossover artist with pop. So, yeah, yeah, it's unfortunate, but I appreciate everything that he contributed to music, which in turn contributed so much to my life. So those are my shout outs. Now it's time for Right, our mark out moment of the week. Um, first and foremost, it's I mean, it's not really a like a mark out moment, um, but I guess in the, the way it affected me, it's kind of marky. <laughs> uh, uh-huh. the, the Rock announced on Instagram this week that he's 
I, I like I don't know if he's covering it completely or like sha like evolving. It was the evolution of the bull. Some mm. he posted a video. He's getting his arm shaved by his bull tattoo, his Brahma bull tattoo. I don't know if the ink process happened already or when we'll see it, but I believe he's getting more of that mana stuff, that ink that he has all over his body added to mm -hmm. his other arm. Hopefully it's it's around the Brahma Bowl. You I, know? I, I do hope so. I do hope that. I can't see him really covering it up, though. Yeah. So we'll, we'll see whenever he like announces that. So, that was definitely... Yeah, I'm, I'm assuming that it would be some point this week that he uh, does make that announcement. Yeah. And, hey, Ballers was picked up for another season, so that's awesome. There you I've, go. I've been, I've been quite enjoying it on HBO. Mm-hmm. So... That's, I don't know. That's, I've never been... Well, you mean you never watched the show. Yeah, that's true. So... <laughs> um, I'm going to... My mark-out moment was uh, my girlfriend purchasing... Uh, Tickets for the WWE Albany event. It's going to be a house show, a SmackDown house show, the day after SummerSlam. Which is brutal. Um, That's brutal. They have to go from Brooklyn to Albany, which is how many hours? Four? Maybe? Uh, three. Three and a half. Let's, let's say four. Because Monday, mor Monday morning traffic, perhaps? Or after yeah. Saturday night or something? Oh, and, I, and I can't. What's... Once they're done with the event, I can see them hightailing it out of here, you know? They have to. They got to get to Brooklyn again, back to Brooklyn for, for SmackDown. Yeah. Which is like, that's an insane and, schedule for those guys. Oh, it totally is. That's brutal. On, I mean, hopefully they don't have to rent the cars to, and they could all just take a tour bus, you know? That's what WWE should Which, definitely do. I think it's kind of crazy that WWE hasn't invested in like a tour bus for... The wrestlers already, you know. Well, I mean, for all I of mean, them, depends, like how NXT it depends. Does. Yeah, but it depends on how because they do that for WrestleMania, I, I think. Yeah, but I think that they should do that for like just purchase a bus, kind of like what they do with NXT. How NXT all travels together on a bus. But that's a thing, though. Like, how close are these cities to each other? Not everything is is within drivable distance from each other. That's true. But I still think that for the purchase of it, it's not going to break the bank. I mean, that, I mean, they're, those RVs could get quite pricey. Or buses or whatever. A bus could cost like a million yeah. bucks. I, well, I mean, don't buy a million dollar bus. I mean, buy the same <laughs> bus that you bought for uh, NXT. Yeah, well. But that's also not saying that they own a bus for NXT. They could just be renting a coach bus. Maybe. But regardless, mark out moment three. of the week, definitely, because I cannot wait to uh, check out this live event, especially with my girlfriend who hasn't been to a – well, we've been to NXT, but not a main roster event. Um, so kind of going in the opposite direction, you know, we start with NXT, with, uh, NXT. It's not the now opposite for direction. That's exactly how the NXT superstars do it. <laughs> we're going in the progression of the actual pro wrestlers. Yeah. So. Cause you but, did go, yeah. you did go to an indie show first, <laughs> right? Did no. She, go, she never went to an indie show with us? Uh-uh. Oh. 
No, no. I would have swore she was there. But I guess not. Mm-mm. And then Tyler went. Yeah, so, uh, and then my other, my non-wrestling markout moment of the week is the fact that for the New York Comedy Festival this year, they announced that Impractical Jokers are playing Madison Square Garden, which I, I literally, I thought it was a typo. I still, mm-hmm. like, think that they're just, like, making, like, I think they're, like, joking, where they're like, oh, by the way, it's not at the arena, it's at the theater. Mm-hmm. But I, like, I called... But that would be false advertisement. Yeah, it would. But I, I definitely, I, when I called, I was like, this is at, like, the this is the arena, right? And they're like, yeah. I was like, damn. So that's awesome. I'm I don't excited know. I, to see them. I, I think the I show... I think that their show is funny, but dude, I wouldn't see them live. I cry when I, see this, when I watch the show of how funny it oh, is. Oh, interesting. From, like, laughter. Well, I don't like... This <laughs> is... Yeah, whatever. Well, yeah. But yeah, so I think All it's right. funny. Well, I don't know what they do in their live show, but I'm pumped. Like normally they play these small little venues, these little comedy clubs and stuff, and now like they I think they've done a few shows at Westbury Music Fair. Mhm. But uh yeah, Madison Square Garden. Yeah. I, would, I would definitely not miss that. I'm pumped for that, so. Well, cool. And some of them Take are, it away. some of them are pro wrestling fans, so that's it's cool. Uh, taking it away. Check us out. ProWrestlingTees.com slash marking out. ProWrestlingTees.com slash marking out. Pick up some shirts, some merch. Support us. Check us out on YouTube. YouTube.com slash marking out 11. Facebook.com slash marking out. Give us a like there. Follow us on Twitter at marking out. At Dave the Rave underscore MO. At BTTG161. Subscribe. iTunes. Stitcher Radio, Google Play, and just for any of the episodes of our past, you can check us out, markingout.com. We wish you the The best best of luck in your future endeavors. Have a wonderful day.